Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, Adrian. I A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. I'm excited to be here. Exciting times, man. You've been all over social media. I was uh, watching uh, <laughs> today, the last night, and everything. You know, you're you're a popular person these days. I'm trying to get myself out there. It's not necessarily the most you know natural thing for me, but I'm finding it to. I'm having a lot of fun, you know, that uh, just with it, just trying to get myself out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you you had an exciting project, uh, Black Mirror season six, which is now on Netflix, and you. Uh, We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Also, you have a couple projects coming out in the fall. And uh, like I said, you've also worked on some amazing projects. Oh, thank you, man. That means a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been really lucky uh, the last few years just to be be involved in some really cool stuff that, you know, uh, has been, you know, out, like out there. And, you know, I've worked on a lot of stuff that people haven't seen. So it's been cool to be in stuff that has just been forward facing and stuff that everyone is kind of like aware of on some level. Right. It's been exciting, man. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, let's jump a little bit about your career and everything. Uh, let me get this straight. Born in Houston, raised in Dallas, but now you're in New York. Yes, 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 yes. You're dead yeah. on. There you go. Uh, <laughs> what made you jump to the industry? What uh, what made you fall in love with it? Oh, it's such a good question. I mean, um, I think I always had like an instinct to do it. Growing up, I was very much attracted to like uh, like Jim Carrey movies. And like, I just loved doing impersonations like Mike Myers movies and things like that. So I always had like an affinity for like performance and like being kind of weird and kooky and like over the top. And then, I, but I, I ended up playing a lot of sports uh, growing up and that was like my main focus. Um, but I would say somewhere around like middle school, I got involved in, uh, I had a friend who pulled me into the choir at my middle school because he knew I could sing and that really was just like kind of set off set off like my uh like acknowledging my very real desire to be a performer so I I basically from that point on I made it my goal to go to the performing arts high school in Dallas where I studied music first and then I did a musical like my junior year into the woods um and it was the first time I really had acted in something. And I, I, there was something just clicked for me. I was like, this is like, everything just kind of made sense. It all kind of fell into place. Like, Oh yeah, this is the thing that interests me. This is like the thing that kind of encompasses all the things that I love to do. It kind of can explore philosophical things, existential things. Like, yeah. uh, so that, that was really the moment for me. I, I was like, I think this is what I want to do. Was there ever a backup plan? And how did that conversation go with like your family that you're going after this goal? I got to know. Oh my gosh, man. I, I don't think I, I think I foolishly uh, like never had a backup plan uh, because I was just determined to kind of prove people wrong that I could do it. And my parents, like my dad was on board. My, my other part of the family wasn't necessarily on board initially because I think that they just saw that it was such a hard career yeah. and the odds were so impossible, impossibly like, like difficult and no one in my family is connected to the industry. So it was also like, we, I didn't have like a way in. So I think right. that they were really looking out for me in that sense. But uh, so it was a little bit of like nudging them to make it happen. But as I've worked and as I've 
you know, gotten to do more stuff, they've totally come around and they are such big supporters and so like on, on my side and, and uh, uh, just love to see the stuff that, that, that I've been doing. So it's been really cool. So you started out like in the theater industry. What, uh, yeah. how, how did you do that jump now into TV and film? Um, well, I, yeah, I worked primarily in theater for like the first like five or six years that I was, uh, a working actor. And I remember I was in Kansas city working on a, a, a like a really great play. Um, and I remember I had a friend who, who I saw on social media was like in a, in a film that was at a festival and it was just out there. Like people yeah. were seeing it. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm doing this amazing play in Kansas city but like nobody will see it, you know, like, Oh, people in Kansas city will. And people in Kansas city were amazing. But I remember feeling like if I really want to do this for a living, I have to make a concerted effort to, to work in TV and film. And so I kind of decided like to stop going out of town, stop going to regional theaters, which was hard because I was, I was making enough of a living, not like a great living, but it was a hard decision because I was an actor. So I kind of had to stop, and go like I'm a beginner in this other industry now and that took about six or seven years of like almost starting over focusing on tv and film to kind of get to a point where I was like working in this realm and able to really call myself a quote-unquote actor again so so yeah it was a very concerted effort to 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 move into the tv and film uh game I should say <laughs> as an actor now uh what's easier for you theater or a TV film? What do you find? Oh my gosh, that's it's such a good question because I've spent, like I said, the last five or six years, TV and film didn't come naturally to me. I had to really kind of work hard to learn how to do it. And a lot of my like learning is on camera. Like if you go and watch some of the early stuff I've done, I really didn't know what I was doing. I was kind of figuring it out. And I've spent so much time the last five, six, seven years focusing on TV and film that the idea of going back and doing a play terrifies me it's like it's this muscle <laughs> yeah. that i just just haven't exercised in a very long time um so, so i i'm a little terrified to go back and do a play because it's but i would love to i would love to do it but yeah my my brain has been so tv and film the last mm. few years awesome. what's the ultimate goal now you've done theater you've done you know the roles on tv and film. like is there any other like a specific role you want to play or behind the scenes yeah 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 definitely i mean I have a lot of goals, but I think that one of my closest friends, uh, he, we, we were talking about the same question. He was like, what do you want to, what do you want to do? And I, cause I didn't really know what my goal was. And he put, he framed it in a way that was, I, I found really helpful, which is like, what do you want your daily life to look like? Yeah. And for me, what I would like my life to look like is I would love to work like on a, on a cool series that's like shoots three, four, five months a year and then have like three or four months where I can just kind of focus on passion projects, like doing things like little indie films or like developing stuff or do a play here and there. So some sense of stability and like a, a series would be ideal. And then to get to jump around and kind of pick projects. And I'm, I'm so interested right now in, in, in stuff that's like really about um, like normal people and like, you know, themes of like life and death and love and relationships that that really to me is kind of that would be the ideal like how do i how does my life look i think that would be pretty nice yeah and what's great about now it's like you know i've had other guests on where like they love working on streaming services because you can go film for two months for 10 episodes yes. to jump into another project take a break and yes 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 exactly i think that 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 model right now 
is so attractive to actors and me personally as well. So, so yeah, let's jump into Black Mirror now. Season six premiered uh, about a few weeks ago now. Uh, and I love how, like, are you a fan of the series? Because it's like, it's crazy, this series, first of all. Massive, massive fan. I mean, I watched it like 10 years ago for the first time when it first like came on Netflix. And I remember in my like crummy little apartment and <laughs> like a story with my roommate, we were just blown away by it. So I've been a huge fan of it for a very, very long time. And it's great how it's all set up where every episode is a pretty much a new story and everything. And we see yeah. you uh, in one of the episodes. Uh, how were you approached for this? Tell us a little bit about the, the audition for this. I mean, I I got an, a text from my manager and he was like, I got we, we got you an audition for Black Mirror. He sent me the NDA and he sent me just one of the scenes in the show. And that was it. And I was, you know, auditioning is like, it really very much is just this guessing game of trying to figure out what direction they're going to go. And in newer shows, like shows that have never been on the air, this is extremely hard. But as I said, I was a huge fan of Black Mirror. So I had, I think, a little bit of a sense of kind of the direction. So I just I just took a shot in the dark and, and guessed. And sometimes you get lucky and you just kind of guess. You you guess right. And that really is the name of auditioning sometimes. So we see you as witty. Uh, what's the, What was like the description you were given when you first uh, auditioned for him? Like it was just a, like a few things or anything or? not paparazzi, anything paparazzi that's pretty much it no no wow. didn't even no storyline no who this wow. character was it was just i and i really had to the scene that i auditioned for was this was 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 the scene in the at the episode where we get out of the car and we're like hey we're here we followed we follow y'all to this uh to this uh rehab center and but so i basically had to kind of extrapolate any any as many details about what i thought it was just mm. off of that scene and again it was just guessing i didn't know necessarily what the theme of the episode was what the twist was going to be what the take on it you really just have to like look at the scene and go what do i think they're possibly going to do based on this <laughs> like, yeah. and just yeah, wow. yeah that was all i got when did you find out what the story that was going to be after you booked it everything you were on set yeah, once I got the once I once I booked it, I didn't even know the size of the role to tell you the truth. I didn't know I didn't know how many scenes his character was in. I didn't I really didn't know any of that. And so once I got the script, or once I booked the role, immediately I started hearing I got the script. I got I started hearing from the costume designer. It was like uh, it, it was like in a, in an instant suddenly I had access to the entirety of what the scope of the episode was going to be. How did you uh, how did you uh, dive into the role after you got all that info? Man, I, I, I really it was interesting because it really touched the episode touches on something that I have felt for a very long time. Just a lot of discomfort at, with the paparazzi, like even when I was growing up, like when if, if TMZ ended up being on the TV, even accidentally, I'd like jump over the couch to make sure that it like I turned it off so it didn't get yeah. any of the ratings or anything like that. Uh, so immediately when I read it, I was I I think my first instinct was like this is going to be a challenge because I have to be inside the head of one of these these guys who on a personal level I was like how do these people do this? So a right. lot of the work that I did was we I watched some documentaries that were sent to me from production. Um, I just did a bunch of like research about the time. Tried tried to just be as empathetic and understanding of like who these people really are. And a lot of them 
like really at the end of the day are just people like you and I trying to make a living. Yeah. And that, that for me was, was super helpful. This was a way for them to make a lot of money really fast. You know, a lot of immigrants got into being paparazzi as well because there was a lot of money in it. So I, I actually had to throw aside my personal, you know, bias and really kind of look at everybody in a, in a, in a, in an earnest and honest, genuine way mm. in order to kind of uh, bridge the gap for, for how to approach the role. Yeah. And think about it now with social media and everything. Some of these people, like they can't hide from anything. No, I know. That's the way I know. Are. I know. It's like social media has in many ways. I was just having this conversation uh, uh, recently where it's like social media is like we've become our own paparazzi to a certain extent. Mm. Like we just kind of do the job for them at right, this point, right. you know, which is like, I think a scary thing um, uh, as well. But, uh, but yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What did you love about this character? Is there anything you loved about him? I think I, I, at the end of the day, I loved how he just kind of doesn't care about it. Like it was mm -hmm. fun to a certain extent to just step into a, a role and just, I try, I mean, I personally try to be as thoughtful as I can about like with people. And, you know, I think I'm the sensitive to people's emotional life and try to be accommodating, but it was fun to just step into a role where you just, you don't care about anybody else other than what you, what you need to get out of a certain situation. I enjoyed that at the end of the day. Yeah. What do you, what do you hope for, for like the audience, like the fans of these, of the show where they tune in to watch, what do they hope they remember out of your performance from that episode? Oh gosh. I, I think that like, to me, I hope that people are like, this guy is a nightmare. And like, this guy is the embodiment of a, of a, of a culture of like kind of shame and, and, and like destroying people's lives and maybe recognizing because he's like one of the worst versions of it, the way in which that we all kind of participate in that now, you know, it's like, he's the extreme version of, of, of like what, a, what we still do today, which is like, we, pick apart people's lives and we go after their most vulnerable, you know, things that happen to them and their yeah. weakest moments. And I, I think like good satire in a way, like points it out. And also is like, don't, don't be like this guy. Anyway. Yeah. So um, what was the, oh, the name of the episode was Maisie, Maisie day, right? Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah. So the viewers need to tune in to watch you on that. I, th I thought you were great on it. I watched it last Thank night. Uh, What's next for you now? I saw you got another like a film coming out in September. Is that what it is? The yeah, creator? I've got a film called The Creator. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, directed by Gareth Edwards, starring John David Washington, Allison Janney, um, a bunch of really other amazing people uh, uh, involved. I I'm super excited about it. It's a sci-fi action flick. It's uh, original sci-fi, which is, I think, uh, uh, you know, unique in the in the space right now. Um, it's not based on a property that exists. It's an original IP. Um, and I just, I'm, I'm really excited. If you love sci-fi, if you love action movies, if you love um, going to the movie and seeing like a big spectacle film, this is, I think, and with a great story as well, um, I think this is going to satisfy people's craving for that. If they're, if they're into this kind of thing in particular. Awesome. What's next for you now? Any other projects that you a lot to tell us about, or or these? No, no. I now? mean, I'm 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 right now with the strike and everything. Everything's super yeah. slow, and 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 I'm just I, I'm just really enjoying. Um, because the last project that I did that was kind of like on this level of uh of being out there was Mayor of Easttown, and that was during the middle of COVID, 
And I didn't really get to, it, we were all still locked down. So I didn't really get to like, um, you know, enjoy that in the real world and hang out with people and talk yeah. to people. So I'm really just taking these next few months and I'm just enjoying it. I'm enjoying, uh, you know, being a part of these projects and getting to talk to people like you and yeah. getting to talk about all this stuff. So I'm just enjoying it at the moment. Awesome. Robbie, how can the listeners of viewers find you on social media to keep up with you for future projects? I am on Instagram at Robbie Tan. That's the one I do. Yeah. Amazing. Robbie, I want to thank you for giving me today. This was great. And let's get you back on with future projects. Yeah. Thanks so much, man. I really appreciate it. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC podcast and our website, the MCC podcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.